So hello um, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to be with you again. I'm Kate Clark. I'm a co-director of the Afghanistan Analyst Network and that's a policy research institute in Kabul. And with me is Omar Samad, who's currently with the Atlantic Council. He's a former ambassador for Afghanistan to France and Canada, as well as multiple other roles. And um, we thought we'd talk about um, the violence in Afghanistan and the possibility of ceasefires. It's been an extremely bloody Ramadan with some horrific attacks, particularly on the girls' school in Kabul and the, the guest house in Logar where there were children waiting to take their university exams. Um, we're currently in a ceasefire, but it looks like it's only going to be a three-day one. Um, so, Omar, you you do think there are there are chances for um, a ceasefire becoming more permanent? And I should say at the start of this Eid Mubarak, um, it may be a uh -huh. difficult Eid, but it's Eid nonetheless, and a lot of people have uh, been fasting very faithfully this last month. Thank you, Kate. Yes, uh, thank you for that. Uh, it is a tough Eid for a lot of Afghans. And as you know, at least there's a bit of respite because of the three-day ceasefire agreed by the two sides. Uh, but uh, it's a mutually declared ceasefire, and but everybody's wondering what happens after three days. Uh, you know, ceasefires are very controversial. It's a, a goal for everyone, a permanent, durable ceasefire. Uh, but uh, I think it's also a very politicized issue, uh, especially for the Taliban. Uh, everybody has been asking Taliban to consider one. Um, in my view, I think that uh, given the uh, complexities and the politics involved uh, and the fact that it's a tool that uh, has to be somewhat gradually implemented, uh, I think it's best if the international community and others in Afghanistan, especially the Taliban and the government in Kabul, consider a step-by-step -step gradual approach I'm in favor of maybe protocols uh, to save civilians, to protect civilians, soft targets, make sure that uh, we have a list of places that should not be attacked by both sides, have agreements on that, and then move on to the next one and to the next one. But it's all tied to uh, the political process. So not easy, but uh, there are options. And I hope that they consider options and not just uh, you know, sort of extreme zero or a hundred percent, because maybe we won't get a hundred percent right now, maybe down the road. So I'll turn this over to you and say, given your experience, Kate, what do you think should happen with truce and ceasefire issues? I mean, I think that the main problem is honest intentions. I and mean, there's no doubt that Afghans across the country want peace. This is not a popular war, but what are the intentions, particularly of the Taliban? And I would say so far that you know, we're used to people talking and fighting in, in, in peace negotiations. I would say they've been talking to fight. They've been using the negotiations to bolster their position. And I'm, I'm afraid that they're not particularly interested in the sort of things that, you, that you've discussed, which would be great. I mean, we see that whenever there's an, a, an outbreak of peace locally, it's so brilliant for people. You can get the markets open. You can get routes open. You can get your sick people to hospital. You can get the harvest in. You know, we we do see occasionally the the sort of local ceasefires, often pursued by 
charismatic people on the ground who have got some sort of confidence in both sides and some and people on on, on both sides who are really keen to protect their own communities because you know we know that the Taliban are largely local some of them are better mm. than others the sort of ceasefire I, I I hope for is the one we saw in 2018 over Eid where you did get fraternization you did get that human element wasn't just people laying down their weapons it was people getting together and as we know the Taliban leadership have banned their people from going into towns and cities and seeing relatives mm-hmm. yeah you know uh, that's the so-called ice cream ceasefire let's hope that uh, we can get that kind of but I I say at this point because of the fact that the Taliban are expecting their prisoners to be released they expect to be delisted from the UN blacklist they expect a transition to take place. They, everybody else expects the Taliban to deliver on a ceasefire. So there has to be some negotiation on this. And I believe that uh, we need mediators, we need facilitators who can uh, uh, sort of hone in on what is practical, what can happen. How do you start? You can get the ICRC involved, in my opinion, uh, credible organizations, impartial organizations, who uh, can take the baby steps towards building up a ceasefire if you can't get it right away. So this is a big if, but if you can get a ceasefire agreement uh, and the politics of it uh, allows it, then obviously that is the best option. Uh, I'll give you the last word because uh, I hope that the next three days will usher in a new thinking, new thinking on how to proceed with this issue. Yeah, well, you know, I think we're all left with hope and with some many, many fears, many, many fears. Um, So with that, thank you very much, Omar Samad. Thanks, thanks, Thanks very much, everyone listening.